Okay, everybody, I have three words for you on this Tuesday, and they're going to make you feel a type of way. And no, they're not cancel me, baby. Are you ready? They're straight white man. Oh, the horror, the horror. No, you know, I'm kidding. You know, I love getting uptight woke people in a tizzy, but we're going to be talking a little bit about that today. Okay. We have a very special guest. So button yourselves up, be on your best behavior. Cause we are joined today by the David Meltzer. Now, David is a very successful entrepreneur. He's a phenomenal public speaker. He will make a grown man cry. Okay. He's a best-selling author. He hosts the podcast, The Playbook. He hosts the Bloomberg TV show, Office Hours. And here's a fun fact. He was formerly the CEO of the agency that Jerry Maguire was based off of. So David, show me the money. Welcome to Cancel Me Baby. Oh, I have to tell you, I'm thinking about going back into representation because you're an extraordinary talent. I love the introduction. Oh, you're so right on in your energy and articulation. Wow, I'm blown away. I don't. I get a lot of interviews and you're a huge talent. Uh, don't forget me when you're famous. Hey, I appreciate that. I mean, it's not my first rodeo, but coming from you, that means a lot. Now, David, we're going to hop right into it because we have 20 minutes and we don't have time to kill. So, okay, so tell me if he's, he's cracking up right now. I love it. I love so it. So tell me, I can make somebody laugh who is not my mom. So this is a great day. Um, okay, so tell me if I'm wrong, David, because it seems like you're in a very interesting position because you're in the self-help guru, you know, entrepreneurial, often spiritual world, which isn't ripe for rocking the boat, right? Or getting in trouble with the cancel culture. It's pretty safe. But like I said, you are the villain of all villains in our mainstream narrative right now, the straight white man. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like that could be a very specific dance to dance right now what 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 do you make of all that and what is that like you know it's interesting because i'm also middle-aged which puts me into even a higher category so you know as a white middle-aged male um it's interesting because i have and believe that this time and age why i think you're going to even exceed the talent that you have is that we need more shakespearean revival what does that mean to thine own self be true And, uh, you know, I do not see myself as separate from anyone. And so my, uh, as a middle-aged white male, uh, my uh, vision is to be able to articulate things so that people hear me. And what I mean by that is, I think a lot of people right now are not being heard. There's a lot of things being said, and it's not what they say, it's what's heard. And because we have a skewed, Uh, lens of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, a skewed lens that has been spectrumized by digital and traditional media that we have our own communities just that feed us exactly what we want to hear uh, instead of what's being, you know, said or heard. So for me, I stick to my own self be true. And I trust the fact that I am an expert communicator and that if somebody has an issue with me, which they do at times, I give them my cell phone immediately and I say, I would love for you to share, right? I'm, I'm here. I, see, I have to unlearn. As a white middle-aged male, one thing I'm certain of is I have to unlearn certain things uh, that I learned, right? I, I have to unlearn them. I have, no ma- I have no bad intent. I have no bad intent, you know, like 
uh, and it's changed throughout my career. Like take the, the word queer, right? When I was a little kid, we had a game called Smear the Queer. Nobody, and the, the teachers would tell you to play it. So it, it was society's, you know, fine game for kids to tackle each other. Then it, we, you know, became a little bit more woke and you couldn't use that word. Now I have the vice president of YouTube who has her own queer show and it's queer guy for the, and all of a sudden she's telling me she's queer and I'm sitting here cringing in my stomach because I don't know what to say. I don't know whether you're black or African-American. I don't know whether you're queer, gay, or happy or joyful. I don't know. So I need to unlearn some things uh, as I think everyone does. But the only way to get together is to have and to share the intent that I am not a separatist. I, I don't believe in religions that separate us. I don't believe in factions. I don't believe in sex, gender that separate. I want us to appreciate. I want us to appreciate how yeah. we're different not right I, we need to appreciate how we're different we do but i also feel like we're reducing everybody to you know say the straight white male or this or that and hey, even no, no one said i'm straight by the way you're, you're just presuming see that could be canceled itself right so, so you know what's funny is I I'm, a, under- I'm a trisexual i'll try anything I, oh, my wife is cringing because I said that I'm just pun, <laughs> pun intended. Well, you know, what's so funny is I, I went on a deep dive of your Instagram. I'm like, okay, he has a picture with a woman. People are commenting power couple. Okay. Straight. I literally was like, David Meltzer, mom. I'm like, I have to make sure his mom is white because God forbid, I can't say he's a straight white man and be wrong. Right. But it goes into this whole idea. And it, it makes me feel like I don't know. You guys just get the brunt of everything. Even you saying like, I have to unlearn things. I'm going to be honest. I feel like there there are people who are going to be listening, being like, okay, like it might be like the PC thing to say. It's like, I feel like you guys always have to defend yourselves. You know what I mean? And where you're coming from. It's true, right? You don't have to, but I think, you know, when you want to make people happy, then you want to accommodate them and you want to, you know, try to align. So I, I love the question of, how would you like me to, to address you, right? Because I've offended people by addressing them in a certain way or describing them in a certain way. How would you like me to describe you? Because my intention is to be closer to you, not farther away. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy our conversation. I want to be closer to you. I want to learn more from you because you are not afraid to share your opinion, which is expanding my opinion and giving me a different way to look at things. See, I believe here's the, the biggest issue is there's two types of people in the world. There's ignorant people and then there's ignorant people, meaning there's ignorant, arrogant people that think they know what they know, right? And they're going to project their insecurities on you, judge, condition, whatever. And then there's ignorant, humble people that are trying their best that, like you said, I may have to be a little defensive or careful or tiptoe. You know why? Because I'm ignorant and humble. This is how you talked about making grown men cry. I am at best at my best of service and of value by being humble and just telling you, Hey, I don't know what I don't know, but I do know that the majority of the time, my intention is to be inclusive, to, to love everyone, to find the light, the love and the lessons. That's my intention. Do I execute on the time? Not a chance, right? I say stupid shit all the time. Well, I was going to say, cause you are, I mean, I was watching some of your, um, I saw you speaking at a Denny's, a big Denny's convention and you are, you're very moving and very motivational. So I could see how you're like, listen, I'm not trying to ostracize everybody. I'm trying to help them. But at the same time, what makes you just be, cause right now we're seeing it left, right and sideways, right. With people getting punished, this, that, 
having to apologize. When is a time when you're just rolling your eyes and you're like, really? Oh, I'll, give you, I'll give you an exact example. You'll love it too. So my two daughters could not be more opposite. I have a very, very, very uh, woke daughter who uh, oh. went to the same college. I went to law school and she's beautiful and wonderful and all her right. But I also have a, a very uh, devilish daughter uh, who's amazing. Anyway, I, I visited her for Father's Day weekend. She shows up, it's Father's weekend and she has a I heart hot dad's hat on. So this gives you an idea of you know her, her perspective in life. So she tells me she wants to meet Dave Portnoy who's the CEO of Barstool Sports who is politically incorrect beyond incorrect. And anyway, he's a friend of mine a business associate of mine. Uh, it helps my career pay for my kids' college because I get on Barstool and Erica Nardini, the woman CEO, is a close friend of mine and they've been on my TV shows. Well, anyway, I take a picture with David Portnoy, my daughter in her I Heart Hot Dad's hat and me, and I put as a caption, don't take yourself so seriously, right? I wanted to portray a lesson that, you know, sometimes we have to laugh at ourselves and I don't agree with everything that you think. And I don't agree with everything that Dave Portner thinks or does as well. And I don't want to be judged by what he thinks or does because I took a picture with my daughter who likes him. Anyway, my oldest canceled me. Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to be like Twitter. You're like, well, my daughter, she came after me. Oh, yeah. Other I, I wasn't put in timeout. What did she say? That's hilarious. It's like, dad, you got to take the picture down. This man is evil. No. I, I said, I put it up there for a purpose, mm -hmm. right? Don't take yourself so serious. Take a deep breath. My daughter wanted to take a picture with someone. She's not condoning or accepting any activity or thoughts of Dave Portnoy. She thinks his popularity as an icon was funny with her I heart hot dad's hat. And I didn't want anyone to take me seriously or her or Dave Portnoy. Now, OJ Simpson was a friend of mine. Do, do I condone what O.J. Simpson did? Not a chance, but he was a friend of mine. So you can find pictures of Dave Meltzer and O.J. Simpson. Dave Meltzer, Kobe Bryant cheated on his wife, right? I have tons of pictures. I love Kobe Bryant, but it doesn't mean I everything he does that I'm like, yes, I'm in full support of everything Kobe Bryant ever did. Does it, this whole, and I want to talk to you about the Dave Portnoy Business Insider uh, situation because I did an episode on it. Funny enough, I wrote an awesome op-ed on it. And op-eds are not my first rodeo. I just had one published in USA Today a couple of months ago, and no one will pick it up. So I want to talk to you about that whole situation, right? Shocking, I know. But you're saying this with OJ Simpson, Kobe, all this. Now, it's not your everyday. Joe Schmo isn't saying this, right? You have, you know, a very unique lens. Now, with all of this, like this culture that's so sensitive, so heightened, does it taint your view of the things maybe questionable or bad things that they've done anymore? Does that make sense? Like seeing the public, does it make you kind of second guess it and be like, oh shit, I know they're my friend, but wait, maybe this is, maybe I should get on board. Maybe this is worse than I thought, you know, cause they can sway you that way. Oh my goodness. Yes. You know, and there's so, because content is so abundant it's so easy just to allow people to fall away. So you don't have to, you know, aggressively, you know, counteract, you know, being with someone or, or condoning them. Um, so I think as a strategic brand, you want to allow people to fall away from you that may not align with your core values, um, but it's your decision, you know, and I find that illuminating uh, 
illuminating human aspect. My, my biggest problem in life is people are afraid to be hypocrites. Let me explain, you know, under the context of ignorant humility, you know, in, in the old days in PR, these reporters would just follow a guy around and ruin his life for, you know, drugs, alcohol, cheating on his wife, whatever mm -hmm. he was doing wrong. Meanwhile, I've been in that game a long time. I always said, you know, to counteract a, a, pub, a publicity guy like that, I'll get a private investigator to follow the media guy around and do an article on him. So, look, if you're willing to put your life, your hidden secrets up to the public, go throw stones at somebody else's if it's different. But, you know, I my biggest problem is the majority of the cancelers out there are doing the same shit. And they're and they're projecting their insecurity mm -hmm. and it's been it, look human i study history because human nature never changes and that hypocrisy has been around since man has had a heartbeat so let's all just take a deep breath why don't you look within and give meaning within to see what you see outside of you instead of looking outside of you for what you are shameful or don't like about yourself inside of you mm -hmm. with that said though david is it safe to say, are you, are you throwing back beers with OJ on a regular given day? Like, <laughs> no, because I understand I want to have a message in a brand. So I don't, you know, I don't hang out with OJ Simpson anymore. I don't want my brand to be identified with people that do bad things because my intent is to do good things. And so if I, my brand, who I am, my frequency, if I am not someone, and you're looking at someone who was a liar, a cheater, manipulator, overseller, backend seller, did tons of drugs and alcohol and have made tons of mistakes in my life. I'm not condoning other people for doing that. I'm not going to attack them for doing that. Do I want to be around it? No, I don't want to be around it because that's not who I am today. You know, 10, 15 years ago, I'd love to hang out with those idiots and, and go party, you know, and I did. Say Kobe. So I actually covered the Grammys on the day he passed away and I was backstage. Can you imagine in the hall seeing his photos everywhere? It was, I'll never forget it. So say he was still here. Would that apply to him as well? And be like, eh, I don't know, man. Or is there something where it's like, we're all human though, too. Right. I think, up. look, it just depends on the circumstances and what the person is today. But I believe that we are allowed to forgive. And I believe that the greatest power of forgiveness allows us to connect to other people. So if Kobe has had marital problems, right? If Kobe, that's Kobe's personal problem, not mine. Mm -hmm. And I don't condone cheating on your wife. I will tell my wife that it's not a, a big thing for me, but I will not condone somebody else for doing it. Mm -hmm. And you know, where he's at, I would hang out with Kobe Bryant because carries the spirit of excellence out of all the celebrities athletes billionaires millionaires i hang out with that man i want to learn from him and i just won't take marital advice from him uh you know but i will take other advice from him mm -hmm. i mean speaking of that because i want to get back to dave portnoy and often <laughs> on my show i talk i mean all roads lead to and from dave portnoy right but i often and kind of your idea with kobe i often talk about can we separate the actor the entertainer the athlete the businessman from the person, right? This whole idea of like going this witch hunt. And it's like, can we separate that? Now we're seeing this happen with Dave Portnoy. Obviously I have my thoughts on this. He's getting skewered. And it's funny because it's like, no one's mentioned what he said for, you know, the barstool fund for small business, but instead let's just like your daughter, he's an awful rotten man. Right. So being so close with him, tell me about watching all this play out with business insider, 
you know, your thoughts? Well, first of all, you're never as good as they say you are and you're never as bad. And Dave Portnoy is a marketing genius right. and he knows his frequency. So he actually works against himself because he's okay. And he understands that, you know, like Howard Stern in the old days that, you know, talking about him is a good thing. And he wasn't afraid to post videos of himself uh, doing things that are highly offensive that I would not want to be done to my daughter or to my wife, nor would I do those things. And I don't condone them. I don't accept them. And I will stand out and say, this activity is not right. Now, if you want to learn about branding and marketing, listen to David Portnoy, watch what he does to learn how to build a brand, a frequency, a spectrum and, and build and make money. Look, I'm able to segregate. Now, I don't align myself in circumstances where I would be around it. I don't support David Portnoy, you know, in some of the branding efforts that he has by using very aggressive behavior. Right. And I'll, speak my mind to what I agree and don't agree with David Portnoy, but the guy's not as bad as you think he is. And he's definitely not as good as you think he is. Mm -hmm. And he just is. And so are you. And so am I. And I want people to say, here's what I've learned from David Meltzer. This is what I agree with with David Meltzer. I want to hang out with him and learn from him in whatever capacity it is. There's a great chain of feeding that we have to look at. And if, you know, somebody's feeding you, you're going to put up with a little bit more than if they're not. Right. And that's part of the problem with this cancel culture as well, is they're not being fed by these people. And so then it puts, you know, an Erica Nardini, for example, the CEO, who's a woman, you know, who I high, highly respect. Right. She's you know. able to segregate that. Right. And she just right. says, look, I don't agree with everything they put. But this is what feeds me and it gives me a platform to talk about and to be a, a representative of what I believe as a, a white woman, you know, as a CEO. What do you think about him going out and saying, which I really respected this because I think too many people are being cornered and silenced and told to shut up how he's saying, you know, my lawyers are saying, shut up, don't go, be quiet. It'll blow over. And he's like, nope, I'm going to lay it all out. I have nothing to hide, you know, as somebody in business and also a friend. What do you think of that? Yeah, that move? I, he, he illuminates like I do, you know, I'm, I'm, okay. He's a marketing genius. He understands better than the lawyers do. I have a law degree myself, so I know where they're coming from, but I also am a branding person. I'm branding over law. And I think it's genius to illuminate, you know, Dave Chappelle, you know, these untouchable sides of things, you're starting to realize that you take all the energy out of it when you're just truthful. You, there's nowhere to go to say, look, you know, I like my orange hair. And it's, let's say orange hair was offensive to everybody, right? I like my orange hair. I'm going to put my orange, my lawyers told you not to show my orange hair, but here it is. And I'm going to, I'm going to drop my orange hair everywhere. This is what you're supposed to do in branding. This is what we did for years in a tiptoe methodology. I had a client that got a DUI before he got into the hall of fame and he wanted to hide from it the same way. The lawyers, I said, not a chance. Go out there on every single station, tell them that you should have never gotten behind the wheel with one ounce of alcohol. Don't admit to having more than an ounce, but say, anytime you're drinking, you should never get behind the wheel. And I would like to ask for forgiveness from my fans, my family, et cetera, because I know this is so hard. I'm accountable for what I did right. and I want people to learn from it, but I want to have forgiveness and I want to forgive or ask for forgiveness, but also, you know, want to apologize to the team leagues organization for what this looks like. It took all the energy. Nobody even knows who I'm talking about right now. <laughs> right. And, and that's the best thing where, 
here, if it goes and lawyers up, it's just creating resistance. And now everyone's talking about it. And what are you going to say about a guy that says, yep, this is who I am? Right. You can't. It's kind of like that. You can't. It's that armor. The dad, the hot dad hat. Now you're your quote woke daughter what was she concerned about was it the was it the hot dad hat was it just being in the presence of dave porno it was the combo like what was, was the me, lethal combo brand, here my brand with dave portnoy right like don't let people know that you're friends with him he's a bad person and people aren't good or bad people do bad things people do good things i know a whole bunch of super good people that get desperate and do bad things it doesn't make them a bad person but what is bad? Is it that people think like Barstool is misogynistic? Like, yeah. right. Misogy okay. It was mostly misogynistic. Uh, I think she may have even thrown in the racist side or something that she heard. I don't know. It's all, it doesn't make a, any difference to me because I was taking a picture because my daughter, who I adore, who has a great sense of humor, who doesn't take herself seriously or Portnoy seriously, and she doesn't you know, have to represent who she is because she's wearing a hat and next to some guy who's super famous. That's all I cared about was she asked me to do something that I could do. And I thought it was funny. It may be offensive because funny things are offensive, but you know what? There's certain times that it's okay, right? Mm -hmm. It's okay. You're not creating a movement behind Dave Portnoy by taking that picture. Right. And I'm not supporting everything Dave Portnoy does, nor my daughter, by the way. I'm not supporting that hat. It was one of the most cringeworthy, embarrassing <laughs> things for me. But I also want her to be who she is. And I know she was not meaning any harm to me. And she did not want to offend. She adores me like I adore her. Yeah. Well, lastly, going off of all that, because I know we're out of time, David, but I'm actually, this isn't so much as a question, but more of a challenge, I think, because you are, you know, you've got friends in high places, you're a man in high places, and you talk about sort of, you know, distancing yourself from people who don't, don't represent you or your brands or what you're doing, which I get. However, I think that too often we're seeing this, it, it's from the top down, these leaders, whether it be networks, studios, you know, companies, uh, universities are caving to, you know, two people on Twitter who are having a mental breakdown. And that's where I need to, I want to see this stop, right? Cause we're seeing it happen from the top. So this is more of a challenge for you to kind of welcome it if it happens with people you work with and not distance yourself and kind of stand by it and own it. Yeah. I, well, I think, you know, in great communication is that's what I try to do. When I say distance myself, I'm not going to stick up for negative behavior. Sure. What I believe in. And so that's where I think, you know, distancing yourselves. Um, but look, I, I put whoever it is in an interview with me, I, I will you know, because I have confidence. I want to know what you think. Even if I disagree with what you think right. and do, I want to know what is inside your head and allow you to explain what you believe in. Because guess what? There's a spectrum. Take Dr. Pimple Popper, who I personally am offended by pop popping pimples. It's disgusting. But <laughs> he has more subscribers on YouTube. She has more people that love popping, even though I hate it. Right. But I don't cancel her because I, I hate pimple popping. I just want to know more about why she loves it, then I can appreciate it more, even though I don't love it. And that's where I think you're exactly spot on is let's both together make that commitment that we're not yes. gonna distance ourselves. We don't have to agree, but we're not gonna distance ourselves. We're gonna extract the information so people can appreciate it. 
not. And isn't that what makes entertainment and Hollywood, like all of this so fun is all different ideas. I mean, I'll tell you, like I said it earlier, when I was on the red carpet, if I heard like back to the beginning, the straight white man, if I had a nickel for every time, I would be Jeff Bezos's rocket ship. Okay. Like, <laughs> so maybe we need to give the straight white man a break people. I mean, listen to David. He's so awesome. David, any last words where my listeners can find you? And hopefully we, we will do a, a duet of sorts again. Oh, yeah. This won't be well, the last. On some of my shows as well. You are a huge personality. But I have a saying, be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. You can all email me. I do as much as I can to empower over a billion people to be happy, to learn to love themselves. And uh, if you'd like to, email me, david at dmeltzer.com. Google David Meltzer, at David Meltzer. I am uh, a very popular white middle-aged man and would love more more people who believe in being free, open-minded, open-hearted, and open-handed. So thank you so much. Mike, drop. David, thank you so much. We'll be in contact. Thank you.